All right, cool. Now we're going to add Adam to the call here. All right. Uh, add people to this call. There he is, the man himself. All add right. To the call. And I think it's ringing over there. So what time is it over in Spain? Um, about 8.30. 8.30. You guys are where? In Barcelona? Yep. Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. You guys to make it over here. Yeah, we're hoping to make it over there sometime soon, too. I think we got Adam on the line now. Adam, we got you? Yes, I'm here. You hear me? Oh, we hear you. You guys hear me? I hear you, Adam. We don't have a video on your end, but we hear you. That's good. You don't want a video on my end. No, not at this time. <laughs> we want to we see you guys it's all the, fresh. It's the, the you guys are all fresh. Beard. Yeah, it'll just be beard and, like, really squinty eyes. Tired eyes, uh-huh. Oh, my God, so tired. It's, like, the opposite. They're just, like, waking up to their day in Spain. We're, like, falling asleep and yeah, it's, snowing outside. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough making this work. i assuming uh, um, you guys couldn't make it work uh, earlier during the day. You guys are busy uh, working. Yep. well, I was. I don't know what Adam does all day. He plays around on his phone. I, no, I do that at night. I do that all at night. You, you know that. You know that. That's all at night. <laughs> Right on. So, well, I think so we can jump right we're gonna, into it. Oh, yeah, we're, we, we can do all the intros later, right? Or something like that. What are we going to do about that? Mm, I usually just let uh, text overlay it. We can just record the show and then text overlay it. Okay. All right. Maybe you, maybe you and me will do some stupid intro after that. Sure. Sounds good. We can record one in the morning. Yeah. Or yesterday after this. Okay. Cool. Cool. Let's tear into it. I'm sure well, you, got, you got it all lined up. Let's start by having you guys introduce yourselves to the audience. I, if I did this right, they'll be able to see you more than they'll even be able to see us. Yeah, they, yeah. well, uh, let me just get my, my partner, uh, uh, David, over here. Sure. Um, so I'm uh, next, uh, officially introduce ourselves. I'm Javier from uh, Resin Seeds, Mr. Nice, and CBD Crew. Um, and then this is my boy, David, from uh, Weedmap Spain. Yeah, hello. Hey, nice to meet you. Hey, yeah, man. Can you hear David? Yeah, you will, you yeah. will hear me. I, I, okay, okay. I barely hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hear right. David good. All right, so, yeah, because I, um, I had to put on the headphones, otherwise I wasn't able to hear you guys. But as soon as, uh, as soon as uh, it's David's turn, then I'll, uh, I'll give him the headphones and, and you can hear you guys a little bit more clearly. Cool. Well, uh, Sounds good. So we got these two guys together, Adam, because we were going to do a show on cannabis in Spain. So I figure we got to cover the genetics angle. Uh, David obviously knows the social club angle better than than anybody because that's what that's his business. And then, of course, while we're talking genetics in Spain, we got to talk with Javi about uh, Project CBD and everything that's yeah. going on there. It's, that's a, a big one. Yeah, absolutely. So we're a great show. Right. Yeah, Adam. So, so I guess uh, we have a few friends in, uh, in in common in the business, in particular uh, Jaime uh -huh. and Shanti. Um, many, yeah, many. I'm sure, I'm sure, many more too. That's, that's, yeah. I thought, I thought this show could go in any direction. I was like, ooh, yeah, this, this could go anywhere. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, was uh, Shanti ever uh, able to make it onto the show for you guys? I no, felt, not yet. We I felt no, no. Lighting that up. I got to take full responsibility for not doing that yet. But okay, well, this is yeah, never started. We'll test it with you. See what he thinks. Boom, what you boom. think of this? Well, <laughs> I'm, I mean. I, he was definitely down to do it, but we just haven't really followed through on it. Exactly, in, exactly. In classic Adam Dunn show style. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 uh it's all um, it's all good. We know the business, so um, yeah. Yeah, um, no, no, we we love having things on the on the back burner too, because for us it's like, okay, we don't want to burn out all this all the stories right out of the gate. You know, what I mean, we'll, we'll keep them keep them rolling. Yeah, absolutely. We're here to to keep the masses uh, um in, you know in tune. So at least the. Uh, 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 you'll have um, you'll have them to look forward to something, you know. So, so how was the aftermath of uh, of uh, 
The Spanibus was uh, Spanibus was pretty crazy over here. We just had Spanibus. Uh, I think it was like the twelfth or the thirteenth edition that they've had over here. It's um, one of the world's biggest cannabis expos, and um, it. Um, I think there was somewhere around forty thousand people, something like that. 30, yeah, around. Yeah, around thirty thousand, forty thousand people. Which for for Spain, that's a big deal. I mean, I know you guys yeah. in the states. So that's uh, big. Um, you know, for for Colorado, uh, for Cali, you guys can have big numbers. But for us, it just gets bigger and bigger every year. Um, also, people from from other countries. Exactly. That's Europe, that's one of the the, the biggest uh, um, innovations that we've seen recently is that we have people coming from, from all over the world now. Is it's not just uh, um, um, people who are who are really in the business, but it's just even fans. Just people fly in from all over the world just to, who, who to come in. Who doesn't want? So. Who, who doesn't yeah. want to go to Barcelona? That's the well, thing I mean, about it. You know, it's, it's like you're like yes. I will it's, definitely it's, go to Barcelona. Yeah, it's definitely sure. an easy excuse. Barcelona is such an awesome city. And now, Dude. considering uh, Barcelona is now the new cannabis capital of the world, it's no longer Amsterdam. Um, to anyone who's, who, who goes there regularly and who comes here can, can easily check it out. I mean, um, we're called New Mecca regularly for a reason. You know, the, the, the scene yeah. is here. Um, if you talk to the, some of the Americans uh, who, who just came back from, from Spain, they'll go back and they'll tell you guys the... The, the herb game or the extract game in on Spain is, is on point, um, even uh, competing with a lot of the, the, the Americans back home. And I know it's, it's hard to hear it from from um, from the American public, but uh, um, it, it is true. Just, uh, you know, be, between the, the passion and, and the... Um, well, you know, you know, the key is the key is it's like um, uh, it's set in the setting, you know, like when you were in California smoking a joint, uh, just like anybody from anywhere in the world, if they go to the right spot, they're sitting there smoking a joint and they're like this is so awesome it smells great in the air you know in barcelona it's all about it's the same thing it has that it has that beautiful vibe and it there's always that to, there's always that extra effect like you say of yeah, set and setting food, absolutely I mean, the food know. and the food and stuff and the quality of the food and the quality of the people and stuff so it's, it is it is like you know for sure i mean like uh before i moved here i spent about you know six months in Barcelona, but I was mostly kind of planning on coming back and forth between here and there. And it was, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely an easy place to fall in love with. That's for sure. I had no problems. Oh, you know, Barcelona is definitely a, a, a wonderful place to, to be and to come back and, and, and visit. Um, so, yeah, we're definitely looking to, um, you know, to, to having you guys over here. Now there's a huge uh, population seed bank explosion. Um, everyone's just trying to jump in the game. Um, there's still a lot of uh, gray areas that need to be covered. Um, the cannabis club model is still kind of in a gray area. Um, my buddy David will talk to you guys about that. But um, as far as the seed bank uh, business goes, um, you know, a large percentage of the European seed banks are moving their um, their their shop over here. Um, seeds are being produced here. Seeds are being sold from here. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Amsterdam is terrible right now as far as their. Uh... Oh, I mean, you can't you can't really sell seed there, you know. No, it's no, people... they they made it impossible. They really like made it literally impossible to not break the law and possibly make any possible money. So, so I'm I'm curious if Spain, Barcelona, in specific, Spain in general, is becoming sort of that new area where people are traveling from to buy seed from all over the continent. Uh, you know, it used to be that that's that's what Amsterdam was. If anyone in Europe, Asia needed seed, you you go to Amsterdam. Is uh, obviously not that anymore. 
yeah i mean i guess i mean i remember I, I went to school in south florida in the in the late 90s and um when i came over here backpacking i had all my buddies asked me to stop by Amsterdam and pick up seeds for them because it was the only place to to do it or get it but now no um actually spanibus is kind of the thing that started it all because it was the original kind of seed seed trade share spot and then from there it's grown into the whole cannabis uh, um, sector community in general it's not only about seeds but uh yeah man people will come in here and also because we have uh, morocco so close um and, and there's a lot of people who are going to to, to make a quick buck and, and and cash cropping over there making hash making you know um helping the that community improve their products so now you see a very very good ice hash coming out of morocco you see uh incredible dry sifts um, made ba no longer made by Moroccans but made by Europeans who have expertise so there's there's people who really need a large a large amount of seed um, the same way that you guys might be making your your legal crops in uh, in Cali or, no, or in Colorado be, these aren't going to be your $10 seed $20 seed American style seeds you're selling these I'm sure in bulk on the cheap right I mean, uh, yeah, these are uh, these are people who are asking anywhere between ten or a hundred thousand seeds. So yeah, the, the prices are still reduced, but we're still using the same uh, European genetics. You know, uh, fortunately, we just have access to to large amounts of uh, bulk quantity, and and we're able to make it affordable for these people to bring uh, superior gen genetics to uh, um, you know to the traditional farmers. So, so this brings up seeing... two questions. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm curious about the genetics specifically that you guys are working with, and I definitely want the audience to know about that. But Adam and I always have this thing: is like. <laughs> back and forth of if we're bringing our genetics to these traditional regions, yeah we're definitely there's no doubt improving their local very you know individual performance but we may on the other hand be cross-pollinating an entire gene pool and like losing a pure genetic pool of cannabis and to some extent it's already happened right like we don't well this is already kind of like a, a very heated and, and, and um, extensive debate that's been in the past. Um, if you look at what companies like uh, Greenhouse do, I mean, you, you see the videos and it's pretty fair to see that they're doing exactly what you just said. I mean, they're going and they're taking their, their Dutch genetics and they're enticing farmers for, for um, you know, to replace their old traditional crops. And, and, and in those places, with these, some of these big seed banks uh, doing this kind of thing, you may see that. But we're we're um, in Morocco, in the top of the mountains up there in the in the in the valley. Um, there's there's kind of like a free for all. And the problem is that not all families grow in the same style or grow in the same way, and they don't have necessarily any any loyalty. They're just looking for the best. Um, for the best conditions for their family from year to year. And also, in general, if you're talking about very specifically Moroccan land race strains, um, that's not necessarily a, a, um, a gene pool that we're really worried about. Exactly. I mean, no. that's not something that we're worried about diluting. So, um, it's, I mean, it's, not really, it's, not even, it's not even like a, a I mean, such a, yeah, it's definitely not the thing you want to worry about. No, I mean, and maybe other countries, uh, you know, India, Nepal, uh, um, or maybe even like more exotic places, Tajikistan or, or, or you know, um, or Kashmir, or, you know, um, some of these places you might worry more about uh, this, this kind of thing happening, but um, in Morocco where for the last 10 or 20 years it's all been Paki or Jamaican or, or, or Mexican. Um, and then, and then recently, you have Dutch strains yeah. coming in. So, like these farmers, when when they have these Dutch strains coming in that are adapted to their climate, they're definitely seeing their their crop value increase. So, um, and and now now with the demand for for CBD, it's um, it's actually uh, interesting for us where. Um, you know, traditionally, uh, hash from these countries has been kind of rich in CBD anyway. Um, well, now they're making a concerted effort to use CBD-rich strains really? to take there to Morocco. 
and then just to come back with guaranteed surefire one one hash and not just hash that might have CBD and who knows what amount. So and is that selling? Is that selling for more? Is that how is that the market receiving? Is that a separate market or just? Well, I mean, that's an that's 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 in actually that's not part of our mo model or our interest or worry. Um, we just kind of supply the seed to the farmer or to anyone who's interested in having it, uh, and then they kind of will do with it as, as they as they wish. If I had to speculate. Um, then yeah, a large part of this is going to get shipped back into Europe, uh, um, and uh, yeah, who knows what they're going to do yeah. with it. But uh, but there is a demand for for seed, and it's not just for um, for local growers, and it's not just for um, for legal setups, but it's it's for massive ops all over the world. So our genetics are definitely being um, um, requested world over. And now, are there like retail seed? Like, do you guys have a storefront where people can go in and buy seed, or they got to buy it at a club? Uh, well, here in, in, in seed is legal to sell inside of Europe, um, so we can sell our seed legally. We have a shop, ResinSeeds.net. Um, we just recently went live um, to sell our, our seed uh, legally within Europe. Um, we also have plans to be producing our seeds stateside um, in Colorado, in particular. Um, some of the same guys that you guys may actually know about, we might talk about off camera. Um, so hopefully we, we, we have a plan to start having rest seeds available in Colorado State soon. Uh, and then from there, that can extend over to Cali into Washington State as well. Um, that'll be really big for us because, uh, you know, canatonic in general and getting into into, um, into strains. But um, I guess, you know, stateside, um, some of our genetics, resin seed, as the founder of the CBD movement back in 2008, um, we can, we can uh, lay claim to this fame with, uh, with our canatonic. And I know it's a very... Um, heavily requested uh, uh, genetic over there. We've not been able to, to supply directly. Um, a lot of people have to rely on getting cuttings of ACDC or 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 buying uh, um, you know hybrids of, of, of crosses of ACDC or now Abidecal as well, which is a, a select phenotype of a Z series, a Z series in the states. Um, it's a canatonic hybrid as well. So both Abidecal out of Israel and ACDC out of the states are uh, traceable back to our canatonic and um, so we make to be, uh, hope to be making a big splash and a, a big impact over there stateside pretty soon. It's definitely a, a highly sought after line. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it's very well known. Very well known. Very well known. It's sure. one of the basic CBD lines that you know. It's you, the one you need to have. Absolutely, and if you look at our our, our history, um, you know, we in 2008 Canatonic won uh, third place in Amsterdam High Times Cannabis Cup, um, and it wasn't Which is until crazy because it didn't win for CBD. No, it won for sativa category. Yeah, Back yeah, then, yeah, people didn't even know what to classify, you know. And then in 2013, um, we took uh, third place again, I believe, in uh, in Amsterdam in High uh, in the High Times Cannabis Cup again for the sativa category with Diesel Tonic. Um, which is a canatonic by New York City Diesel from um, from Soma, and we also uh, so we took uh, another um, and then in that same 2013 they started a CBD category. Uh, someone else entered canatonic and that took first place uh, in the same 2013 Cannabis Cup of Amsterdam. So uh, um, it's it's a highly uh, heralded strain, and um, now that we're able to uh, to prove that. Um, both the uh, famous uh, Tikonolam Abidecal strain in Israel and uh, the select ACDC cutting in the States are directly traceable back to our canatonic. Um, we expect a lot more things uh, um, from, from this genetics, absolutely. Um, one of the curious things is, is the, the debate of, of, of how CBD really, really took over the, the, the U.S. market. 
and um, there's a lot of strains that that you know that try to lay claim to the same fame. But um, Harlequin came out 2010, right? Um, Canatonic was the first CBD strain that I that I encountered in Colorado for sure. And absolutely. Then Harlequin was the second, and then. And then the tsunami quality, Harley Sue, Sour and, 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 and all these crosses. And it's funny because if you look, there's a there's a High Times article that just came out. Um, at least it's published online, and they have a um, a, a genetic map um, tracing the lineage of both Canatonic and um, and Harlequin uh, beside it. And it's curious to see that although um, um, our lineage is is you know is traceable back to other strains, it'll tell you uh, MK Ultra, it'll tell you G13 Haze. Um, on the Harlequin side, it's very vague. It just says Colombian or Thai or Mexican. And um, if you're a breeder, you know that uh, when you talk vague like that, that generally means that you're trying to hide something. So uh, uh, there's there's so it's, it, it's what we call like a TAM, like it's a Thai African Mexican something. Yeah, ex you know, exactly. Whatever. Very vague. So. So we we try to avoid that. Um, if you if you look at, for example, um, Mr. Nice, um, who are some of the you know, and his genetics of Shanti Baba's genetics, um, they try to be very clear with the code that they use, so that everything can be traceable back to a certain plant. Um, we're going to be introducing some really interesting genetics now that we've obtained from the south of Holland, um, C5, A5, uh, the old school AG13. Um, so we've uh, been able to obtain some of these old school cuttings that uh, Neville himself uh, discovered back in the uh, in the 80s and 90s, and um, we're helping to incorporate that into our new seed lines as well. So um, there's a lot of uh, cool genetics, but um, Canatonic, as far as the CBD game goes, uh, we can definitely say it's one of the ones that uh, um, it definitely started the movement. So we're we're freely. Um, you know, admitting or at least labeling ourselves as the founders of the CBD movement. When so, you guys, when you guys uh, made Canatonic, were you breeding for CBD at the time, or you guys were just working on a breeding project, thought it was a cool cross, and oh my God, this one has CBD? Yeah, that's that, that's a good question. No, um, it was kind of an accident. Um, you know that traditionally breeders uh, have been um, straying away from from CBD for its you know antipsychotic properties and its ability to kind of to mi mitigate or reduce the high. Um, traditionally, we were all uh, recreational users, so uh, uh, yeah, traditionally it was all bred away, and uh, we discovered it by, kind of by accident um, that in, in, in this line we had uh, almost the same amount of uh, CBD as we did THC, and um, this was a massive discovery. Um, then going in back and, and researching and, and talking with people in, um, like Dr. McCallum in Israel or Dr. William Courtney in, in the States, um, and then here in Spain, Dr. Manuel Guzman, who's the, um, the scientist that uh, um, responsible for discovering that THC can cause apoptosis in, in cancer cells. So uh, um, having these people verify the importance of CBD in our genetics, uh, then is when we started to, to really take note of, like, shit, we got something on our hands and we have to do something with it. Um, all of this eventually leads to what is now the CBD crew, uh, which is a joint collaboration between Resin Seeds and Mr. Nice Seeds. And um, they were able to offer um, high CBD in every single one of our seeds as well. So uh, um, that's definitely a big thing um, as a result of, of carrying such high CBD genetics. Um, we've able to, um, to, to start working and collaborating with other uh, seed banks. So now I think the number is officially set at 15. CBD crew is producing seed for 15 of the world's most reputable seed banks, uh, including TH Seeds, um, including Positronics, Barney's Farm, DNA Genetics, um, and now even Greenhouse, which was for a long time uh, 
um, a company that that wasn't very happy dealing with Mr. Nice directly. So um, in a way, you can say that CBD Crew has cornered the CBD market, and um, it, it's not because of a, any specific reason or a monopoly that we want to impose. But people realize that if they want to guarantee um, that every single seed that they sell has a the CBD rich market, which we consider beginning at four percent, um, then the CBD Crew are the only people who can really um, guarantee that. So basically, uh, a participating seed bank would give us their their highest THC producing mother. Um, we'd take that, and after about a nine months to a year of work, uh, we'd return seed to them. Um, with, and their own packet would just have the CBD approval hologram as well. So that's our, our official uh, seal of approval that the seeds that you're receiving from this other seed bank um, can have the same guarantee as the seeds that we produce at CBD Crew. Uh, we now have uh, like around 10 or 11 genetics, three of which are, are regular, including now um, CBD therapy, which is in feminized only, but it's the um, first seed in the world. Uh, where every single seed is high T, uh, sorry, high CBD and low THC. Um, every single seed that comes out of a packet is going to be around 20 to 25 to 30 to 1 CBD to THC. And um, how many did you run to test that? Um, Obviously, a huge population. I, yeah, absolutely. Ab just flat out. Absolutely, absolutely. We have some of these uh, um, um, PDFs available. Um, that's one of the things that I think sets our, our company apart is that uh, we have the lab work. Um, of eight years um, to, to that you know that help us um, get to the point where we are today when we were breeding with just normal strains and then to get it stable where every single seed can produce these numbers um, we have the test results to back it up um, from Fundacion Cana which is here in Spain the only reputable um, lab um, actually one of the only reputable labs in, in Europe so um, so, yeah, you touched uh, on something interesting there that I wanted to go back to. Um, you know, so it was really early on where you were reaching out to the medical community to get this verification that CBD is of some value to you. Uh, I imagine that early on, it was was it difficult? Was it what was the response like? Did you have to convince any people when you're trying to approach medical professionals and saying, "Hey, we make cannabis seed. Traditionally, we don't do anything really medical, but what's up?" This is kind of um, a weird position that we found ourselves in. Um, we, we have access to a, a special plant that can empower people to make their own special medicine at home. And what happened was that uh, there was a lot of vague scientific literature, or at least there was stuff that was maybe tested on laboratory mice, um, and still it was very inaccessible to most people. Um, slowly media coverage starts and and there's being more and more interest in, in CBD where now um, we actually uh, have the opposite where we have uh, people who come to us oh, sure now, yeah, yeah. But in you know well in the beginning um, it was just more about empowering people and that's always kind of our, our, our plan from the from the beginning we, it's it was never really our intention to go to a big business and say this is this is what we have uh, let's sell out um, you know, take everything that's ours and just make it make it um, massive and profitable. Um, from the very beginning, the idea is um, in the same way that that you know um, Adam has with selling his seed is just you know sell seed to the end user and um, let them make the best medicine that that they have at home. So um, it wasn't so much of a, a thing of, a, of having to convince people that we had, uh, um, uh, or at least convince business uh, that they should listen to us. Um, it was more a matter of uh, getting the information out to the public and getting them to know that CBD is actually the medicine that they should be looking for. Um, for example, 
in my opinion and my experience, there's been a lot of misinformation as to what the, the proper um, uh, ratios or, or proper or proper cannabinoid uh, profile uh, should be for treating um, certain illnesses or diseases. And now it's beginning to be a little bit more evident, but still there's a lot of ignorance. Um, Can you, in our general Yeah, lay yeah. some of that out because we, it's something we've covered on the show before, but obviously more yeah, opinions and, and more experience, yeah. the better. It's one of the first questions that people have to also as patients because, you know, it's one of those, like, you kind of have to know by by experience, in my opinion, but at the same time, it is nice to have a, a sort of an idea of, like, what side of the fence do you want to be on? Well, um, when we try to get this information from, from doctors who either um, who work with the cannabis plant or, or medical researchers who work with the medical plant, uh, the <laughs> cannabis plant, they can only give us... Uh, um, Pre, uh, what they think are, are are best ratios or numbers. So if you talk to a doctor, I mean, they might have experience with laboratory mice. And if you're an old lady and you ask him, well, I have back pain, he, he'll say, well, you know, vaguely uh, try 50 milligrams of CBD, but that's that's completely vague and incoherent and, 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 and it's not sure. necessarily reliable or adaptable to each person. So our experience has shown us um, something over the last few years. Um, Jaime, who is the owner of Resin Seeds, is also the owner of Resin Club here in Spain. Resin Club is the second club to open here in Spain. Uh, sorry, in Barcelona. Um, and just a little bit, when um, my buddy takes over, he'll tell you all about the scene and how it works here. But um, through Resin Club, um, having Resin Seeds and Resin Club has kind of been a facilitator for a lot of our testing. When we have a new strain and we want to release it, well, boom, we just take it to the Cannabis Social Club. We have our, our private members kind of sample and, and experience. And then through our, our, our medicinal strains, people have been giving us their feedback as well. Um, our medical strains have then been converted into medicinal oils and people have been giving us their feedback as well. So you can say that pretty consistently for the last few years, um, in one way or another, all of this feedback has gathered back up. Um, and then all, uh, all the, the the medical uh, investigators and scientists who are who are backing this information up eventually are using our strains eventually they come to us and we collaborate with them so we kind of have now a network of both doctors and and people who have used the plant and used the strain and uh, and scientists who can kind of put it all together for us so we, we have a, a nice summary I guess uh, of our experiences so let me get into it um, as fast as possible for you guys take your um, time you got plenty of time bro we got we got at least, awesome, at least another half hour together awesome bro awesome um, one of the, the the biggest things that we've seen um, the biggest successes is anything that that works around a, a near one-to-one -one ratio of THC to CBD this now is is more common knowledge than it was in the past um, in general, there's still a lot of um, work to be done. If it's 3-1, if it's 1-3, this is oftentimes going to be person-dependent and illness-dependent. Sure. But in general, in general, this one-to-one -one ratio, um, I've seen um, drastic results for... The thing is, there's a lot of uh, misinformation with CBD, right? So there's a lot of people who want pure CBD oil. Um, and, and, and not getting into the debate, which is a whole other conversation I'd, I'd, I'd fill you in on, on the difference between CBD derived from hemp as opposed to um, from CBD-rich cannabis. Well, let's let's, um, let's go on that right now, actually. That's, I'm, I'll pull you right into that. Even okay, you that's fine. That, that's fine. We can talk about that. Sure, man. Um, there's, there's a lot of people demanding CBD, pure CBD oil, and, and the reason that we're seeing that people want pure CBD oil is not because it's the most medicinal, but because it's legal. Right. 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 Um, 
and and that's a whole kind of worms that you that that people open and then they don't realize that they're getting into because uh, if it's truly someone's best interest at stake, um, there's there's a lot of misinformation which is which is mucking around and there's a lot of people who who are greedy and are trying to make a buck um, and who, who are not doing it the proper way. Um, if you're ingesting CBD oil um, that's derived from hemp, you're really essentially no better off as you were just eating hemp seed oil or as if you're taking, you know, uh, interesting amounts of coconut oil or olive oil. It's good for you. It's not bad for you. But um, will it help you as as well as uh, a properly made oil from, from CBD-rich cannabis? Uh, doubtful. Um, there's a lot of reasons for it. In part, uh, Dr. Ethan Russo touches on this the most with the entourage effect. Um, the same cannabinoids and terpenes are not found in hemp as they are in in, um, in cannabis. And now with our genetics, um, CBD therapy, and even some 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 bright young guys in Colorado I know are doing interesting things with cherry CBD and these kinds of stuff. Uh, you're able to find 30, 40 to one plants where basically they're testing under uh, federal guidelines for for THC. Um, so you can have entire massive crops of of cannabis plants and they test as hemp. They're not hemp, they're cannabis plants with all the accompanying terpenes and cannabinoids. And um, and that's a realistic medicine and that's something that's gonna be useful to, for people. Either way though, this is one of the things that I wanna touch up on. This pure CBD oil, even if it's sourced from cannabis or, or hemp, unless you're a child with moderate to, to slightly severe um, epilepsy or autism, um, there's really no real reason for a person to be medicating with pure CBD. Um, if a child is suffering from epilepsy or autism, pure CBD may be a suitable alternative because you will want to avoid the high accompanied by the one-to-one, -one, which there will be always, even if uh, you know the the one-to-one -one is balanced. Um, there's still going to be a high, uh, or if you go uh, just slightly above a dose, a person may feel this high. So you, you think for a child, the pure CBD is better, but the problem is if the epilepsy is severe or, um, and, and, or, it's, or it's terminal, um, you go directly to the one-to-one. To -one. Um, so the, the pure CBD oil applications are, 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 are limited. To play, um, there's not many places where you can only just use pure CBD. Um, sure. now, maybe in a I, I mean, in my experience, I 100% agree, always start at a one-to-one. -one. But now when you get someone who says, well, I really, really, and I, I push that so hard, especially if someone is uh, a situation with cancer or something where we need to introduce THC and I want to work them up to a two-to-one THC. That's where I'm, and I want yeah. to get your opinion on that as well. But if there's someone who has no experience and they have to develop a tolerance, I'll prescribe some sort of like sleep training regimen where I'll say, okay, eat a bunch before you go to bed and plan yeah. to sleep late and then get your tolerance up. So then, you know, if I'm having them eat 10 milligrams every night, I know I can have them eat five milligrams during the day and they really won't feel well, it. Well, absolutely. I mean, you definitely want to, to titrate up as, as uh, quickly as possible, but we're also um, talking about micro dosing now was one of the most efficient ways. Um, That's what I was going to ask. Can you do like a 50 to one CBD to THC and have that be, have that THC have the desired effect in a cancer situation? Mm, it, it probably not. Um, probably not. It, it might be an interesting way to introduce uh, cannabinoids into, into the system, at least during the daytime. Sure. Um, but uh, but we're seeing that a lot that the CBD won't be uptaken into the receptors if it's not accompanied by a minimal amount of uh, THC. Right. Um, so there are other ways to to, to reach this this 
this high marker without having a person necessarily suffer too badly from the side effects. So as you say, for example, uh, eating well and sleeping well, and then having the first dose before they go to sleep, um, that's something that's that's interesting. But there's also ways of counteracting the high. Um, we're working now with uh, suppositories, which which can bypass the first first pass into the bloodstream. This will reduce the high around uh, up to 80 percent. Um, so already working with a one-to-one -one strain, um, this is something that's extremely interesting, in, in particular for people with prostate cancer, colon cancer, uh, ovarian cancer, and then even for some women with breast cancer, um, a, vag a vaginal suppository um, can still uh, be very effective in, in um, helping stopping the um, metastasis. Uh, that's one of the most interesting things about having a high amount of CBD. Um, a, a, a purely CBD-rich uh, THC uh, strain, uh, like a four-to-one or five-to-one, um, that's always interesting, but the more CBD you have, uh, the, the stronger the ability um, for stopping uh, cancer growth, or at least for, for, for it to spread. Um, and, but and there is... To, to check in on that, and you know, the, the important thing about the combo basically on cancers, right? Like CBD will keep it from going anywhere, but it's not going to kill what's there. THC on its own can't keep it from going anywhere, but it will kill what's there. Well, it, in, in the THC will help uh, program the cell to kill itself. But um, but it's not just as simple as saying uh, um, the THC will will find all cancer cells and kill them all, and 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 the CBD will stop them from getting anywhere. Um, one thing that I want to be clear on, and and in the states, um, a lot of the Facebook pages and social media, and this is where a, a massive amount of people are getting their information regarding treating their own cancer. There's a huge amount of misinformation there. Um, in in 99% of people who I'll talk to will say that you have to completely avoid chemotherapy. For example, right. you know, and this is a crazy, crazy misconception. You can just not say that. Number one, none of us are doctors or scientists who are in this game, in the cannabis game, right? So, uh, but the people who are doctors and scientists who we collaborate with, they will tell you that actually the best results uh, are found with a combination of one one oil and a very particular type of chemotherapy. It's called TMZ. Um, I'll, I'll, I can get you the name of it right. I don't, I don't know it offhand. But um, the very best. Not, not a very good name for America, though, TMZ. TMZ, TMZ, no, therapy. not that one. TMZ I know, therapy. I know, I know exactly. <laughs> so, no, it's uh, temazolapide or something. I'd, I'd, I'd be just making it up, but I know it, it's, I have it written down somewhere. Um, but yeah, the, it's, it's, the concept is to attack the cancer cells from multiple angles. You know, it's not just giving cannabis oil, it's not just chemo, uh, and it's not just a healthy diet, it's not just a positive attitude. It's trying to, try to do everything. Um, and then and then ingesting it in multiple ways, sublingually, ingesting, suppositories, topically, if it's yeah. available, uh, and even vaporizing. Uh, we see people with, uh, with, um, with lung cancer who, who um, benefit greatly from vaporizing the, uh, the cannabis soil, even some reports of people coughing out tumor, um, the tumor. Really? Um, so yeah, encouraging uh, awesome. coughing, yeah. Um, encouraging uh, uh, coughing can be an interesting thing sometimes. So, um, so yeah, just just touching up in general, one-to-one um, -one oil in for for the majority of people, whether it be pain or or uh, general um, um, uh, immune system problems or neurogenerative disorders, one-to-one um, -one strains will work best. Um, with really really old people who 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 want to avoid the high, there are ways of of, of dosing them, microdosing them, or using suppositories so that they don't necessarily have to feel this high. Um, and we think that this will be a better alternative than working with just the pure CBD oil. Um, and I think the, the pure CBD oil is better suited either as an introduction or as a, um, an, an, an addition 
to a, um, a general cannabinoid therapy that's more inclusive of all cannabinoids and not, not just so, so, so selective. So a couple of things I wanted to touch on there. Uh, first, you, as, as you just said, uh, all cannabinoids. Are you guys doing any work looking for CBG, THCV, any of the other sort of interesting promising compounds uh, in, well, your, in your research CBG, and breeding? CBG in particular is something that we always keep an eye out on because um, this is a precursor to other cannabinoids. So um, in breeding projects, in, in um, even in veg, uh, we look for high CBG to then be able to to, to continue culling plants as we see fit. Um, and then for THCV, this is something that we do see in, in, in some strains. It's, it's a lot more limited, um, but we don't necessarily work towards breeding that. Um, we, we see more interested in, in um, actually maybe considering even uh, um, maybe finding the process to, to have high CBN oils Right, so we can play with that um, for sleep therapy, as you mentioned before. But um, uh, in general, our, our focus will be more on the traditional cannabinoids and the ratios, and then uh, accompanying terpenes and having a because uh, um, that's where we see the, the the strongest medicinal benefit. Absolutely, when the, with the combination, um, the synergy. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, the the quick question then first: What kind of oil are we talking about? What kind of extraction are you generally recommending to people? Uh, Obviously, you're saying people do it at home, which is what makes the most sense when it's a plant-based medicine. Uh, so what kind of extraction method do you recommend? Um, well, this is, this is kind of a tricky subject as well because um, people traditionally talk about cannabis oil and, and the, the, the food-grade ethanol, I guess, in this case would be the, the, the best and the most common route to go. But there are other alternatives which may be suitable, um, um, coconut oil. Um, extract might be might work. Um, we have reports of people using ultrasonicators, which are used to clean jewelry, uh -huh. uh, and MCT oil, which is uh, basically a refined coconut oil sure. to strip cannabinoids and have a um, have a THCA um, oil, which is actually very very um, efficient in treating epilepsy as well. Um, there's a misconception there. It's not only CBD which will stop epilepsy. THCA will also stop it as well. Right. Um, so uh, coconut oil is, 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 for one, my personal preference for its ability to, to pull uh, um, a high ratio of, of uh, cannabinoids. Um, olive oil uh, works well. But uh, traditionally, what I like to do, or what I see the best results, is making a, 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 a stripping the plant of its, um, of its resin using, um, um, actually you can use anything as a starter. Um, you can even use just a dry sift or ice, ice hash, but if you're just going to be using the flour, then yes, uh, traditional food grade ethanol, quick washes, um, winterizing, and then distilling. This is uh, kind of a complicated process to a beginner, but once they see the the steps, it's not it's it's not so overwhelming anymore, and it's something that's a little bit dangerous, but can be done at home pretty safely if some precautions are done. And then um, once this oil is uh, um, is distilled, then you proceed to, to decarb in the oven. Tem temperatures will vary uh, depending on cannabinoids. If you have a THC or if you have a CBD oil or a one-to-one oil, and then um, uh, yeah, once it's fully decarbed in the oven, then from there, this oil um, is extremely versatile because you can either apply topically, you can smoke it, you can dab it if you pulled no chlorophyll, um, and then you can actually um, put it in a, um, in, a, in a capsule, you can swallow it, you can dilute it in MCT oil and take it uh, sublingually, um, or you can cut it with cocoa, cacao butter and coconut oil and make suppositories as well. 
So this, the, the actual cannabis oil is, is for me, one of the most versatile uh, medicines. So um, I guess I want to kind of use that to segue, you know, people can make this medicine at home in Spain because they can grow legally there. Is it legal to grow at home? Uh, well, people, I guess, anywhere in the world, this is our objective, um, whether it's legal or not. Um, we, we, we don't care because we're, we're promoting people to have a few plants in their own home uh, and to make their own medicine in their own home, regardless of the laws of their country. Um, our intention is, to people, uh, is for people to, to uh, be empowered. So, um, so yeah, the idea is for them just to, to have enough plants um, with, with, and, and to give them the information whether they can make the oil safely at home and then introduce them to the literature um, that can kind of back up um, some of the, the, the claims that we make. Um, and then hopefully, when possible, put them in touch with, uh, with doctors who might be able to, you know, to, to, to follow up their, their own treatment. But um, yeah, the idea is for people to, to get the seeds, grow the plant, um, you know, make the oil themselves, and, um, and then appropriately dose. So it's not something that uh, really concerns us on how legal it is because a lot of these people are in terminal situations and um, they can't afford the, you know. So, so here in Spain, for example, um, it is, well, this is kind of a gray area and uh, in just a moment I'll hand over to, to David and he can talk about I, That's why I was bringing it up to start to figure exactly, over to exactly. David. But I was just so, going to check in with Adam. Adam, should we do shout outs? No. No? Are you awake? Are you falling asleep? <clears throat> Almost. <laughs> no, no, totally. Um, sure, let's do them. Let's do this shout out. All right, you guys hang out with us for a couple seconds while we shout out the sponsors. Absolutely, man. Let's do some shout outs. Cool. Uh, all right, Adam, way to grow. Do it. Way to grow. Sleepy way to grow. I know, I was like falling asleep, but no, way to grow. Keeps it going. Uh, seven locations all over town. Uh, my favorite, Platte River, of course. Concentrate corner there to pick up all your gear. I think you can get gear at other shops, but that's your spot to get all of the everything you need. And uh, right now they're doing what's your what's your latest sale? Twenty five percent off all Canna nutrients, thirty percent off right. the Canna boost, sixteen ninety nine for the Canna cocoa fifty liter. Sounds good to me. It sounds good to uh, me too. And of course, when you go there, don't forget to drop Adam Dunshow as you check out and grab some candy. Of course, for the, for the kid. Uh, of big shout out to Incredibles, uh, our favorite candy now in California as well. That's the big news <clears throat> on Incredibles. I heard. Did you see that? They're I did. I did see that. I did see that. That's so great. now we can officially say the best in West Side. I guess I don't know. In the country, the best. I don't know. We got to find the official thing, but yes, it's hard to to Incredibles that. edibles, our favorite edible now available in Colorado and California, medically and recreationally. Uh, the best flavors, uh, still Adam, you got to find some black CBD. They got to do a black CBD bar that we should yes. be eating for this conversation. <laughs> I wish I, I wouldn't be, I guess I would be sleeping even worse, but I'd be, <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, exactly. It tastes to be in my mouth better, that's for sure. Right now it's just, uh, it's Elysian uh, space dust. It's not tasting <laughs> Oh, it tastes terrible. <laughs> ah, oh, terrible. Oh, yes. terrible. All, ho all uh, hoppy. All hoppy at night, and you got, like, burnt, disgusting. Not taste as good as Incredibles is the main thing. It doesn't taste as good as Incredibles. Uh, it's not possible. 
And big, big shout out to Build the Soil. I was just talking to Jeremy today. I think you did, we actually. Build the Soil episode in the near future. Oh, did you tell him the challenge? I didn't tell him the challenge. Shit, oh, him the man. Challenge. Oh, okay. my God. Okay. All right, I'll tell anyway, him the challenge. Give, give a story about the challenge. So the, the challenge is we just have No, not a challenge. Tell him, about the, tell him about Build the Soil. Tell him about Build the Soil. Build the Soil is our favorite, <laughs> our favorite source for organic amendments, organic information. Uh, buildthesoil.com. They are by far uh, the the most prolific in the recent years resource for just the the hard to source organic components and the mm -hmm. obscure organic information. And they put a lot of people on the coconut water, a lot of people onto the aloe vera, um, you know, probiotic stuff, probiotic, yeah. all sorts of goodies <sighs> that are hot right now. Um, yeah. All at buildthesoil.com. Of course, big big shout out to our buddies, Dark Horse Genetics. Where I oh, those be. guys! I gotta be in like <laughs> six hours. <laughs> oh man, you gotta get down there. I gotta get to sleep and then drive to the snow. I saw some terps, some terp sauce coming out of that. Yeah, spot. we're building a little bit of reputation for the concentrates. Um, time people sold out in eleven seconds. Eleven seconds, really? That's what was said. Time sold out in eleven seconds. Wow, that's a that's good. Yeah, so get them if you can. Dark Horse Concentrates, ask for them at your dispensary. We're making more as fast as we can, and we're putting them out there. Um, you have 11 seconds to buy anything. Terrible. Just be there. Ask <laughs> you, know, you know what? Here's what I'll Sorry. say. If you're yep. an Undone Show fan, friend me on yep. Facebook, and then I'll say where I'm going to drop before I even go there, <laughs> and you'll know. Boom. You, you can be Man. there. You can be there for the 11 seconds. Be part of that 11 seconds of glory and get some turps <laughs> off. And of course, big, big shout out to our uh, new sponsors, Growstone, bringing us uh, last week's episode and will soon to bring us the Build the Soil organic versus hydro battle. Oh my, that's going to be crazy. You're so excited. For it. <laughs> that's going to be so good. I can't wait. It's going to be good. So um, I thought last week was your day. I was impressed with their scientist. I trust No, she was cool. I, uh, no, you, definitely you, cool. You're rocking the grow stones? No, they haven't given me. I have, I have, I'm not going to go buy it. We got to get them. We got to get them. Grow stones. Where's the grow stones? <laughs> Along with that, what you are rocking, the Veg and Bloom. Big, big shout out to Veg and Bloom. Uh, holding us yeah. down here. Adam's running on it and very pleased with the results. Why don't you tell everyone? So far. So far. I'm in the magic time. I'm literally at that four and a half week period where you know when things are going good that it's the best time ever and, and that's where I'm at right now so I'm like okay so far so good everything's rolling All right. and uh, yeah no, it's, it's uh, the material coming out it looks really good and the good part is that every time we spoke to uh, Joe's we it's like on point you know and everybody it, it does great stuff that, and it's so fuck how simple is it Adam it's it seems that's like a pro too simple. That is like a problem. That is a problem. You want to do more, right? You want to do more. That that is the problem. The simpleness is like an issue. I'm like, wow. Ace and I are both like, kind of like, what do we do? Nothing. All right, that's it. <laughs> like that was easy. You just scoop and mix it in. It's done. One thing. Pretty much, but you know, the key to we yeah, pre-agitate. As much as possible, because that's like our, our our little pet peeve is that it gives the like we have a little one tenth of the bottom of the reservoir, you know. Yeah. yeah. So 
Side shit is like, Ugh. and do you? Uh, so I'm going agitated. And uh, are you using the recommended feeding schedule or are you using the Sage Master Master schedule? <laughs> Slight adjustments along the way, but sure. yeah, okay. no, it's been it's been it, it's all the thing is that that is like EC meter uh, driven in the beginning, sure, and then and then and then all additives on top and all things that don't affect like a lot of the organic stuff that doesn't affect the. Any kind of BC levels or anything like that. Throw that on top. Throw that on top. Good, good. Throw it on top. Throw it on All top. Right. All right. How about we get back to these guys who are waiting to talk to us in Spain? Sure. They're having they're, a good time off camera. They're, they're drinking coffee. We're drinking beer. That's yeah, I'm not even drinking anything. <laughs> We're drinking coffee over here, man, for sure. I'm, I'm drinking beer. You're not. I'm taking bong uh, heads. Uh, we're doing we're, we're smoking, though. Waking bacon. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm doing dab. And I'm drinking beer, so. That's why you sound like that. Yep, that's why I sound like that. And I'm on my phone, and I'm and everyone's sleeping around me right now. Oh, everyone's sleeping around me too. <laughs> in total dad mode. I'm in like secret dad mode in the oh. kitchen. <laughs> sound like you're in the kitchen, totally. All right, cool. I am in the kitchen. Well, on that note, let's get back from the kitchen to Spain, and let's uh, let's pass the mic over to David to talk uh, talk about the social club scene. Absolutely, man. Just want to say goodbye. Thank you for your oh, time, guys. I want to have you back on too, Javi. When we close, you know, say goodbye to you proper too. Yeah, you know what, man? I'm gonna take off. I have a, a new um, a newborn at home. Oh, congratulations, she's, dude! Hell yes, yeah. man. Go she's she's uh, for... six. She's six months old. So I'm gonna get back to her, Valentina. Uh, she was born on seven ten. So you know, she's gonna be a, you know she's gonna be a stunner. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna get back to the baby and to the family. But uh, um, I'll definitely be back on at any time. I would love to have you guys. Um, it'll be easy for me to jump on, even if it's just five minutes, whenever you guys want, awesome. and talk some more. Wonderful. So, uh, thank you so much. Um, thank you for sharing. Thank you for my, all the work you do, man. My pleasure. Uh, from Resin Seeds, Barcelona, Spain. Thank you very much, guys. I'll hand it over now to my buddy uh, David, who uh, works with Weed Maps here in Spain. And uh, yeah, this guy's going to talk to you about the uh, the cannabis scene here in Barcelona. So, bless up, Adam and uh, Mitch. It was a pleasure, guys. Thanks Here's a lot, man. Peace. All right, guys. Bless up. Hey, thanks, Javier. <laughs> Hello. Hello. David, what's going on, man? Hey, David. Good, man. <laughs> Welcome Good, to man. the show. Thank you. So, um, Weed Maps, yeah. obviously, we all know Weed Maps from the USA. You guys are, the, as a guy who uh, has to sell things to dispensaries, you're my favorite guys because I just go to your website and you have them all listed right there. It's very easy. So, Spain, Thank you. you're focused yeah. only on the social club scene, or what do you, what, do you do seed banks? What, what do you cover? Yeah, well, uh, we started here, you know, uh, as well as in the States, you know, uh, developing a map, you know, where to place the associations because, uh, well, you know, uh, as Javi was telling you here, the, there's this gray area in which, uh, you know, the user uh, can, can use cannabis, you know, it's absolutely decriminalized, you're allowed to use cannabis in your private home, you know, that's not uh, a criminal offense at all. And then, you know, uh, Developing this, you know, and you know, uh, merging it with the right to to associate, but uh, you know, there there began to to, to exist here uh, cannabis associations, you know, cannabis users associations, in which people, you know, got together, got their camel crop, and then share it, so no, so they could uh, have like a a, a, sh a safe and, and sure way to access to cannabis away from the black market. 
you know, saying this, you know, what happens? Uh, people, you know, need to know where to find these associations, you know, as well as people need to know where to find uh, cannabis dispensaries in California and Colorado. And then uh, that's how you know, that's our work, you know. We, we put this play, uh, this map to, to, you know, to people know, so people know where, where these associations are, you know, and that's uh, how everything began. Also, we uh, give to the, to the associations here, we're giving them the, the management system. You know, for them to control the, the members, to control their uh, their dispensaries. You know, we give them their technological services. And uh, well, we are also like uh, beginning to work with uh, seed banks, with uh, any uh, legitimate and uh, legal uh, business related to cannabis. You know, uh, as as Javi was telling, you know, you know, here in Europe, it's it's legal to sell seeds. It's legal to 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 genetic you know and then we are also uh, working with them in order to, to also to professionalize the you know the, the scene here you know to make it uh, uh, much better much professional much safe scene and also to you know to bring some of the knowledge from the states to bring it here so people can can get you know uh, can can build a better a better industry. Sure, there's a lot of experience that we've had in the states, and and definitely trial and error, and going through the laws and finding what works and what doesn't work, and and I think that's the best way to take start there, and then exactly. take it as far as you can take it. So, how many clubs are there right now in Spain or on on Weed Map Spain? Well, in Spain, uh, we can say that there are about a thousand clubs. Wow, you I had I thought there was like twenty. No, come on. <laughs> there can be 20 in my neighborhood, you know. It's like... <laughs> it's really like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, uh, there are also, you know, in, there are areas in, you, in which you will find like a, a large amount of clubs. For example, Barcelona, in the surrounding areas of Barcelona. You know, Catalonia, you know, the region of Catalonia has been like, uh, has been flourishing with, with clubs, you know. And also in Madrid, also in the Basque, uh, in the Basque uh, country, all the North Country, also in the Islands, the Canary Islands. Uh, you know, you will find... Uh, that you won't find them. Yeah, exactly. Valencia, you know, in, in every big uh, city, you will find cannabis cannabis clubs. Also, in little towns, you know, people get together. You know, as, as we were telling, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, associations of, of consumers, of previous consumers. Right. So you will find, like, uh, some clubs in every town, you know, that uh, of people that get together, that, that get a club, you know, and then people... You know, uh, what has happened here is that uh, there's few people that know how to properly grow, that know how to uh, give a proper medicine. So, you know, for, for many, many people, you know, it's a difficult thing to, to find this, this proper medicine, this proper, you know, cannabis. And then, uh, you know, come on, using intelligence, come on, using, using our, you know, our, our rights also, you know, uh, we develop uh, a way to... To, to get you know to, to get people access to a proper cannabis sure. for example there's a lot of, of, of uh, ill people for example or old people for example that doesn't have the skills to, to grow a proper a proper cannabis right. so it, it's going to be much better for them to go to a cannabis club where they can find a, a proper flower where, where they can find a proper extraction you know where they can find things that are beginning to get uh, lab tested with Canna, with other other uh, lab uh, laboratories that are beginning to to 
to, to start here in Spain. That's, that's also one of the things that we are trying to push, you know, that, that uh, cannabis gets tested so people get to know what they are consuming. You know, it's a matter also of bringing knowledge to the to the, to the market. So, <clears throat> um, on your note before about like uh, sort of learning from what we've learned here in Colorado, one of the things that we're dealing with right now in the grips of is yeah. uh, pesticides. People applying ah. pesticides that are with good reason or in some cases maybe not with great reason being banned. Uh, we just, <laughs> stylet oil was a common one that we use for uh, the powdery mildew. And mm -hmm. it, it works real well. It's totally organic. Uh, that one just mm -hmm. got banned, or as of seven days from now, it's banned. Uh, and there's this rotating list. So I, are you guys looking at the, these pesticide issues at all? I know there's a yeah. general concern for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are also trying to push that, uh, you know, people, first of all, test their cannabis. You know, to be honest, you know, uh, here's still uh, a big lack of, you know, professionalizing, you know, the sector, you know, and we are pushing people, we are teaching them so they know better what it's better for them, also for the consumer to, you know, to to ask for their to their clubs, you know, so they test their their, sure. their cannabis. You know, uh, you know, the moment there's a demand, you know, people will have to deliver. And then we have to, to teach people what they have to ask for. We have to teach people where they can access this 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 proper cannabis. You know, that's also one of the of the ways that can uh, that Weedmaps is is useful for the cannabis users because, uh, you know, as you know, you know, uh, people can review what they find in their clubs. Absolutely. So they get to know before they, they get in the clubs, you know, what they will find based on the reviews of the, of the previous users. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. Also, that's, that's one of the ways, you know, to, to get, you know, the, the knowledge all together. You know, also, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully, you know, here uh, still there are like little crops, you know, a lot of, of clubs have their, their own crops, little crops. Uh, a lot of people still grow soil organically. You know, that's good. You know, we are, we are also pushing this, this organic uh, you know, uh, way, you know, sure. and, uh, and, you know, but still we have to do a lot of work, you know, uh, getting people to test their cannabis, to, to look after the, not only pesticides, but also like any kind of, of, uh, metals, you know, any kind of thing that, that can, that can be get also in the, in the cannabis. And not only talking about the flowers, also extractions, you know, uh, there's a lot of, of people beginning to do extractions, you know, BHO, and uh, they have to push it properly, they have to uh, follow, uh, you know, paths, you know, they have to, to use, uh, you know, proper proper tools, you know, not only for the safety, uh, you know, because, you know, there's been problems, but uh, also because of uh, they have to deliver proper medicine, you know, on proper cannabis. So, um what's the pricing like there is it is there a membership structure is that how it works people are members of these associations or yeah you have to become member of of every association you know and every association usually has uh, their own policy mm. you know but uh, uh, again you know usually there are some federations that you know that uh, they are like uh, proposing some some uh, uh, some standards and uh, um, mostly, you know, a lot of them will will ask you to uh, come with a previous member, so you are introduced for a, for, from a previous member. Also, you will have to uh, to pay a fee, you know, an annual fee. Uh -huh. uh, us usually, if you're a medical user, you will find some of the clubs that will allow you to be member for free. You know, sure, you sure. you won't have you won't have an annual free, 
and then you know uh, using your you know your your share of the crop you know you will be able to take some cannabis you know it's like uh, you know it's like it's an association in the end you know it's like they sure, have so like a, you know, the way it works is you the crop is shared among all the members and then everyone yeah. has their respective right to their portion of it is that basically exactly exactly it's like uh, then then you know it's uh you know you have to to for example usually there's a credit system you know you charge some credit in your in your uh in your member's account, sure. and then and then with you, with this credit, you can, for example, take flowers. You can take a drink. You can take because here there are associations, there are places where people get together to smoke together. Sure. You know, it's not it's not only dispensary. You know, people uh, yeah, doesn't go. People tell me the clubs there are like real clubs. That's exactly exactly. You can even find live music, for example. Yeah. You can find art expos. You can find like medical talks. You can find like. Uh, yoga exercises and some, you know, sure. you can find all kinds of, of social activities, you know, it's not only like, uh, it's also, it's it, it's one of the nicest things, it's not only a cannabis-only movement, but also an alternative movement, you know, sure. you will find all kinds of alternative, like, uh, uh, experiences in, in, a, in a cannabis club. Sure. Um... And as we always say, it's such a big, important part of the healing. The social aspect is such an important part of the healing for, uh, you know, sick people who are using this as medicine. Exactly. Also, uh, in many clubs, you will find, like, doctors that will help people uh, following their treatments. You know, here in Spain, still, it's not allowed for doctors to, uh, you know, encourage you to, to, mm. to, to take cannabis. You know, they, they cannot prescribe you cannabis but they can follow you once you have taken your own decision of taking cannabis. Ah, they can guide you once you... Ex so they, exactly. It's the opposite of here. Here, they just tell Ex you you take it, and then they leave you. They never talk to you again. There, you <laughs> decide to take it, and they help you do it. Exactly, exactly. That will be like, it's one of the different things. You know, it's like a, a bit different. Sure, sure, I like that. Um, and so... What about for like a tourist or someone, many of these people that we're talking about that are coming from other areas, is the, do they have access uh, to the clubs or how, how does that work? Well, uh, you will find uh, many different policies. Right. You know, uh, me as a cannabis user that has gone like worldwide also, like I like to be able to access uh, cannabis safely and, you know, and uh, in, a, in a proper way, you know. And then, you know, I also believe that people, you know, it's uh, it's people, you know. It's not because they are here like uh, just for a little period of time. They have less rights than than me or than anybody. Right. You know. So yeah. You know. Here. You know. The law doesn't make any difference. You know. Some clubs will make a difference, but as long as you are introduced with a person that is a member, as long as you have uh, a temporary residence, like say for uh, for some days here you will be able to be member to a cannabis club and during your residence you will be able to like uh, consume cannabis in the club and also like it's it's important to to note that you are allowed to consume cannabis in the club you are allowed to consume cannabis at home you know privately sure. uh, but then you know you have to like uh, you you're not allowed to even like walk in the streets with cannabis sure, sure. and i'm sure people yeah, do it but, but it's not allowed uh, exactly, but yeah, you have to yeah, like be a little. But what's crazy here is we don't even have clubs. 
We don't yeah. have drugs. And the doctor doesn't help you once he decides you want to use cannabis. You guys, as far as learning from us, you guys clearly took it and ran, took it way further than we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've heard it uh, many times, and I think that that's one thing that you will soon be implementing because, uh, come on, you guys are, you know, it's natural, you know, and and, and hopefully we will like, introduce like the safe. You know that people that, for example, a doctor can tell you, you know, you have to take cannabis, you know, because also that will that will fade away a lot of fears of a lot of people that 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 would benefit of taking cannabis and are not doing it just because the doctor is not safe, you know, with this. Here and here, what we have so much is that the doctors don't give any information about <laughs> the usage, or they have some really old information, and people rely on the bud tender, who's actually yeah. selling them the herb to know about it and in some cases there's a really great deal of knowledge but more often than not there's a lot of misinformation and it's it's unfortunate yeah. in a lot of cases that people give up on it that don't maybe it would work for them but they got the wrong information and didn't have the right experience uh, some people never even give it a chance uh, yeah. they, they meet that person and they don't the person doesn't have the right information they go to three four shops they talk to people who don't sound like they know what they're talking about and then they're like i don't i'm not doing this yeah yeah, yeah. so but it's cool there that the doctor can guide you. Um, yeah. All right. On this note, we are an hour into this recording, and it is 2.30 in the morning here. Adam is probably asleep. Adam, are you awake? Yeah, I'm awake. You're making half, awake. half awake. Half, half awake. We're going we're gonna to thank you for checking in on Spain. We're probably going to want to continue this another time. Hopefully in yeah. Spain, because there's a thousand. Did you know there was a thousand clubs, Adam? Yeah, come on. You have to come yeah, here to yeah, Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I there's at least we, 200 in Barcelona. We've been talking about day. it and kind uh, of planning. Uh, you know, you, we, didn't have just any, we didn't have any connects there. Now we got some. So what we do, this is, this is a worthwhile well, we, time to do it. We always had connects there. Really we got great. more connects. Uh -huh. We have a growing network. So, but but, but uh, we do here, we do a private invite-only cup, the ADSI. Uh -huh. We do it every April. It's 52 of the best growers we know. And we uh -huh. bring them together to compete. And we have this whole cool tournament, and they judge it. And you get these nice trophies, etc. We want to do it in Spain. But we don't know anyone who knows 52 great, really excellent, world-class growers. Uh -huh. so I figure between you guys, you probably do. So we should, we should yeah. have a follow-up. Sure, perfect. You know, I will... Kind of your plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a plan. <laughs> right on. Well, man, <laughs> thank you so much for getting up early. We're staying up late. You're getting up early. Pain in the butt either way. Thanks for getting up yeah. early and joining us on the show. This is going to be posted Thanks, live yeah. Jesus, uh -huh. today, our time. In about <laughs> This will be posted <laughs> in about 10 hours one way or another. But uh, uh -huh. I'll reach out to uh, Javi and I'll follow up with you, man. Thanks for your time. Thank you to you, Adam. Thank you to you, to, to all the... Hey, thank everybody. Thanks, man. Thanks definitely, for coming on. Definitely. Thank you. You want to take a look at, you know, Barcelona, you know... Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. Uh, give, like, us a, give us a little location shot. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah, that's Lensky, one of the... Yeah, that's the boss here. Hey. <laughs> and here's that our office, you know, it's here. We have a nice terrace, you know. I would, I would say nothing less from Weed Maps. So those guys always have the best, <laughs> best spots. And we do. Weed Maps. They know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> those guys always have good locations. If you're in Barcelona, that, that, that's the beauty. That's the beauty when you're there. You're just like such beautiful locations, and people have such. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. Good, 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 good living life there. Definitely good living life there. <laughs> 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 Move operations Thank to Barcelona, dude. Okay. All right, later, man. Thank you. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. All right, dude. Let's move operations to Barcelona.
do it in Spain. I can speak a little Spanish. He, they all spoke mm. English well, so that's great. He's yeah. Like, a lot of ums. A lot of ums in there. Can you edit, can you edit all the ums out? Nope. Impossible. No. Uh, I'll let you go to sleep. Do you want to do an outro? Shoutouts? Should we do an intro and an outro? Or what? No. I'm, trying, no, I'm no. just going to upload this whole thing. I'm not going to do any editing. <laughs> no editing. No. No. All right. Later. Uh, no, dude, do shoutouts. Shoutouts to you, beautiful wife, Cece, sleeping upstairs. Go ahead. She's not, no, she's not. She's not here. She's not here. <sighs> All right. Ready? Yeah, ready to go. Shoutouts. It's going. It's rolling. Shout <laughs> no, you're going to edit any of it? Nothing. nothing. No. <laughs> no, man, forget about it. No. Say it. You say it every week. I'm going to phone tell them. I'm going to phone tell them. What? Drunk. Phone tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Just say your shoutouts, dude. You do it every show. You can do this. All right. Shout out to the beautiful wife, Cece, who's not here. She's at home uh, with Nick. Uh, getting ready for this big blizzard that's about to come down on us. But I don't know about that. I'm checking the weather. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too impressed. I don't believe it. We'll see. Uh, and uh, no school tomorrow, but school on Thursday. I'll be back. And Charles and Ace down here at the farm, where I'm at right now. Gonna try out all these new the products. Farm. This is yes. live from the farm. Whoa. Got some new products. Uh, good shout out. Like Mammoth yeah. out of Colorado. Got some samples to try. Looking like a really awesome product, I'm telling you. It's like all. It's weird. How's the it smell, right? You go by the smell. No. Yeah, and I haven't popped the smell on this one, but literally the microbes are, are following me, dude. It's weird. They're, they're coming to me. Microbes. All the microbes. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm like microbe guy now. I got Microbe Life, and then I got Mammoth, which is just all, like, other microbes, and I got, like, ah, microbes on mic. Like you said, I hope they'll, like, neutralize each other. We'll see. But I doubt it. I mean, microbes love microbes, right? We love microbes. There's never, like, a microbe problem. Hey, you microbe. Yo, microbe. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, anyway, microblade. Loving it. I'm loving it. I'm telling you, really good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff I'm so, getting them on board. Oh, like... and also seeds here now. Seeds here now. Oh seeds shit! Here. You're so right. Seeds here now. Seeds here now. Seeds here now. Seeds here now. You'll play. You'll you'll play. You're gonna play their awesome. Yeah, awesome. They have their awesome commercial. You're gonna pop that right in there. Yep. Booyah, booyah, pop no. that in there. Yeah, <laughs> pop, booyah, pop it in there, pop it in there. Oh, she's here now. She's um, here fucking now. And, okay, uh, shout out to my beautiful huh. wife, Reese, and little kid O'Farron who's sleeping upstairs. Everybody at Dark Horse, I'll see you in fucking five and a half hours. Fucking, 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 fucking. When I, All when right. I drive through a blizzard. The blizzard's yeah, not going to hit us, dude. The blizzard's going to miss us. I'm looking at a map right now. I thought so, too. I don't believe it. It's going east of Boulder and north of Denver. It's definitely no. not. It's in, like, Greeley. Oh. Greeley's getting stomped. Nice. <laughs> I'd like to hear that. All right. Yeah. Uh, peace out. Peace out. Everyone, right. thank you for listening to us. This is way too late for us to do a show. I think we've learned our lesson <laughs> too, here. 
too late here. And but too it's going to be like Chris Kardashian's favorite episode or something because we're all... <laughs> and, uh, he'll pick up on it. He'll be like, <laughs> those guys are like, I fell asleep three times. <laughs> all right. Good job, guys. All right. Peace. See you guys on Friday. Peace. Yeah.